Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Afternoon, everybody. Welcome, afternoon drive. Goodman Mason, watch us milehighsports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale for your next project, go to rmfp.com. Congratulations to Mike Shashevsky moving on. And now you are all dressed in blue, Mace. You got your Tar Heels hat, you got your Tar Heels jacket, and you are ready for tonight. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> wow, that was very understated. Yeah. You Get know, pumped? We'll, we'll see what happens. Can you watch an entire game sitting down when you have a vested interest, or are you a pacer? I'm a pacer. Have you ever actually left the room because it was so much you couldn't take it anymore? Yeah, I went go down the hall. I've done that before, yeah. While the game is on? Yeah, and I listened to it. <sighs> What? You're surprised by this? I don't understand that. Just watch the game. You're the fan of the team. Yeah, but sometimes... Uh, too much stress, too much pressure. Well, it's the lack Considering of, you're the one who has to hit the jump shot. Well, it's the lack of control over it. I, th- I feel like uh, when you're invested in the outcome, but you have no control over it, it's actually more stressful. All right. Time now for the lead. The lead. Presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk. All right, I haven't heard anybody on Sports Talk Radio talk about this today. This is a story that came out yesterday, and I think this could be enormous. For everything that has happened in the last two and a half weeks, um, in free agency with all the movement, Russell Wilson coming here, Devontae Adams going there, Tyreek Hill going there, the biggest bomb potentially has yet to drop. And I believe there's a chance this could happen. Veteran broadcaster and reporter Dale E. Arnold tweeted on Thursday that he would, quote, not be surprised if Tom Brady played somewhere other than Tampa next season, hinting instead at a possible arrival with the Miami Dolphins, where he said, quote, try a little further south. Arnold, by the way, to give this guy some credibility, was the first to report going to Tampa. So you can make the case he is kind of tapped in. You believe any of this? No. Hmm. Reason being, I mean, Brady is actively trying to recruit people to join him on the Bucks. There have been reports that he's trying to get Julio Jones to come down to Tampa. Who you is? Think, Brady. Okay. You think he'd be doing that if he were going to Miami? This was the part, when I read this this morning, before I read it, I thought to myself, if Brady's already in Tampa, why hasn't Gronkowski announced he's going back to Tampa? Because if Gronkowski's going to play, he's only going to play with Tom Brady. Why hasn't he announced yet? I find that curious. Not to mention, we know there had been friction between Brady and Arians. And he wasn't crazy about going back there, but he wanted to play. And then Arians said at the Combine, essentially, and I'm very much paraphrasing here, it would be a stupid business decision to trade him. I think this thing has legs. Okay. And I don't, it would not surprise me if he is traded because you know what? It makes sense for all parties. 
and I'll tell you why. Number one, Brady would have been more than happy to play with Mike McDaniel in San Francisco. More than happy to play, and now he's down there. I think he would love nothing better than to play Bill Belichick twice a year. Right? Go torment his former coach. And then look at the weapons that he has. I understand Godwin and uh, and and oh, who am I missing? Who's the other Mike one? Evans? Mike Evans, two terrific wide receivers. I get it. But if the relationship, I don't want to say fractured, is not great between him and Arians, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't want to leave. It's already been reported there there was friction. Yes, but at the same time. Why is Tom Brady trying to get people to join him in, with the Bucks if this is the end game? Maybe he changed his mind. I'll tell you right now, if he does leave, it'll look pretty crappy because Leonard Fournette has already signed up for another go-around, right? Yeah, there are going to be a lot of people. I'm I, I'm not sure he cares about it. There would be a lot of people mad at him if he did that. I just, I think if we're talking about kind of what this end game is more likely to be, I think it's more likely that after this season, when he hits free agency, mm-hmm. that he goes to Miami next year if he wants to keep going. That's what I could see. I don't know if he'll play another season because his career could fall off a table like a bowling ball like it did with Peyton Manning. There are no indications that's going to happen, but it could. It could. At the same time, he just seems to keep... Uh, Keep, keeps rolling the dice, and it, and he keeps avoiding the snake eyes, right? Well, he keeps yeah. himself in shape. He went to well, method. Okay, fine. I, I believe I believe there's likes to this. Okay. I think there's like a 50-50 chance. I have no intimate knowledge of what's going on. It just makes too much sense. Gets to play Belichick a couple times a year. Gronkowski hasn't announced that he's coming back. Those, to me, are two big things. Let's say he did come back to the AFC, played for the uh, Miami Dolphins. How's the AFC look now? Impossible. Right. I'll tell you something else. For as much as I'm pushing the narrative about how interesting it would be for Brady to play Belichick twice a year, you know which fan base is really going to be dying? Buffalo. You got it. Because this finally is, they have a quarterback. Because this is Buffalo's time. Yep. This is that, that, and you understand this having worked up there, and you know a lot of people up there been waiting, basically a quarter century for this. Yep. For this moment, it's that you know it's. You ever see uh, Happy Gilmore? Yes, I. Have. Yeah, it's Shooter's turn, as Shooter McGavin says about himself. Right. He's not. It, he he doesn't want Happy Gilmore to come in and win the gold jacket. Shooter's waited his turn. It's Shooter's turn. It's Shooter's time. It's right. Buffalo's time. Right. So who is Miami to get Tom Brady and then come you know, horning in on that? I know. Listen, I don't like to play the crazy what if game, and I know it seems like I am. Mm-hmm. But I've heard, I, I've read reports where people have said, well, it's too late for Brady to, to, to ask for a trade. No, it's not. Why is it too late? Mm-hmm. What's too late about this? We haven't even hit the draft yet. Yeah. And honestly, if I'm Tampa and I'm offered a first-round pick for Tom Brady, I'm taking it. Aren't you? Uh, there's something else you want. You want a quarterback. Okay. Well, I think there are two possible solutions. I think you're taking. I think you're you're taking Tua. You know what? In that instance, if I'm if I'm Tampa, 
If I'm Tampa, I'm not so quick to take Tua. Unless, unless you believe Tua is better than Baker Mayfield. Because Mayfield is still hanging out there, and he might wind up getting cut because I don't think any team wants to eat that contract. And it might turn into a Brock Osweiler type of deal that Cleveland did. Mm-hmm. Why don't you explain how that deal worked out? Because honestly, that's the type of deal it would be. Yeah. Uh, the Osweiler contract was so bad that Houston literally gave the Browns a second round pick in 2017 to take the contract off of their hands. Right. After Osweiler started for them for a year. Now, granted, the Browns aren't loaded with picks anymore. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But maybe you get Mayfield if you want him for a one year for a fourth or a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Tampa is with their cap, but if they don't have Brady, they certainly have plenty of room. And maybe they eat half of it. So who would you rather have? Would you rather have Mayfield or would you rather have Tua? I think it's possible they could have both. They could. And then, this makes sense. I'm sorry. Look, I agree with like honestly, I agree with you logically that it makes sense Thank for you. for the Buccaneers. I'm thinking, if, am I going nuts here? If they did this, if they knew that Tom Brady wasn't going to be back after this year. Yep. And I mean, I, I and one reason why I would say Baker and Tua is you know what? That's two that's two arrows in the quiver, right? You know what though? He's, if I'm Miami, you let, you let them compete. If I'm Miami, I don't want to trade Tua unless unless Mike McDaniel doesn't like him. Because if Brady plays one year, you still have two under contract. He can learn under Brady. You got to give up something to get something. And the other thing also, don't I mean, with Tua, he is he's in year three, right? The in other words, the cost controlled window is closing on him, right? He's he'll be halfway through the the cost control window, including the fifth year option. But it's Tom Brady. I, I get that, Tom Brady. But Tom Brady. If you're too, I mean, if you're Tua, you want to go. You want to go somewhere and play. Of course you do. You don't want to sit and wait. What could be a year? What could be three years? I would think Tua would want to go to Tampa Bay. I think Tua would want to go play for Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich and Tom Moore. Just for the sport of the conversation, let's say he does go to Miami. What would be more impressive? Winning a Super Bowl with three different franchises or running the playoff gauntlet that is going to include any combination of a bunch of young studs, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Watson, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and oh, by the way, just for fun, let's throw in Russell Wilson and Derek Carr. If he could run that gauntlet to win another Super Bowl at 45, what's more impressive, running that gauntlet or winning three with three different teams. It's still winning three with three different teams. Yeah, I kind of lean the other way. There have been gauntlets that have been run through before. I mean, mean, for example, obviously it was the first round game that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers had back in January of 2021 at Washington, Taylor Heineke. That was forgettable. But then they got Drew Brees in New Orleans. Then they got Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Then they got Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So gauntlets have been done before. I mean, I'm thinking back to, uh, you know, like uh, what even, say, the Steelers had to go through in the AFC in the 70s some years 
to win a Super Bowl. Oakland, the Broncos one year. Broncos had all-time defense. Right. Had Orange Crush. Well, not, not in the Super Bowl. Oakland had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Ken Stabler, and then you get to the Super Bowl and you're staring down Roger Staubach. No, I get that, but it's the I think that, but it's the age of Brady that I'm referring right. to as much. It's a forty yeah. five year old guy going up against his children. And I would actually, because all yeah. of them are young enough to be his children. I would say just the forty five year old thing right there, right. let alone who he's doing it against. Right, right. All right, coming up after the break, the Broncos have another offensive lineman in the mix. You think this guy is going to be the starter? I kind of do. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Siltar Mazda, loaded with inventory, and you can get the right car at the right price with the Mazda CX-5 or the Mazda CX-30. It's a small crossover SUV, all-wheel drive, leather trim seats, great power, 32 miles a gallon on the highway. You need to take one for a test drive today. Make that test drive appointment in Broomfield or go to sthmazda.com. Welcome back to the show. Goodman Mason. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today. At 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Well, we got some competition at right tackle when we hit training camp. The Broncos have signed former Broncos offensive lineman, was recently with the Packers, and now back with the Broncos, Billy Turner, to compete with Calvin Anderson and Tom Compton at right tackle. Aaron Rodgers said this about Billy Turner last season. Turner needs to get consideration for the Pro Bowl. He's played outstanding. He really has. He's a master of his craft. Nobody works harder at his craft than Billy, and I'm really proud of him. In the meantime, a mutual friend of ours, Mark Schlereth, gave Turner glowing praise, saying that he was a decent player when he played with the Broncos, but he also went on to say he called a number of games that involved the Green Bay Packers. He watched Turner's improvement, and he feels he's a terrific player now, specifically being very versatile. He has an endorsement from Rodgers. He has an endorsement from a guy who played the position of Mark Schlereth. You think Billy Turner is going to win the job? I don't even think it's going to be much of a competition. I think it's his job. $5 million on a one-year deal says you're the starter. Yeah. If you're a second-wave free agent, you sign that kind of contract, you're the guy. Do you think there is a chance that Turner's not going to even compete for the job because... He said Nathaniel Hackett is his best friend. And I say it jokingly, but he actually said it. He said, Nathaniel Hackett is my best friend. I found that a little odd. I'm not suggesting it's not true. I mean, I think he's being a little bit, uh, you know, hyperbolic there. A little bit. But. You're my best friend. 
Yeah, see, that's hyperbolic right there. I in know. this room. Well, You're there, my best friend in this room. Well, there's a lot of competition. There's me, two cameras, a couple of water is bottles. That no, is that hyperbolic? It's not. You're it, the only person. It's true. In the room. You are my best friend in this room. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's correct. But I said it's But the truth is, you really are I my best friend. I said it was hyperbolic before you said in this room, before you offered the qualifier. And I wouldn't just say that to you. But I would say, Danny, you're my best friend, too. I think I know what song Danny is going to go to the next commercial with. Uh, my Best Friend by Queen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? And I don't want to turn this into a gender thing, but mm -hmm. I've noticed this with my daughter, and I've noticed this with Mandy. They loosely throw around the term best friend. Women tend to have a lot of best friends. You can only have one best friend. She's my best friend. She's my bestie. No, she's not. You can only pick one. Yeah. That's it. Only one person gets a shot at the title. When Mandy and I first met, she was referring to everybody as her best friend. How can everybody be your best friend? Ah, anyway. It's an F around Friday. It is very much so. Let's turn that into a drop. Can we get uh, the voice of God to... Uh, I've tried. Have you really? For our show? Yeah, you asked for it a while ago, and I, I put in the request, and crickets. Did you ask Nate? That's who I put in the request it, with. Then we just put like a beep, like F beep around Friday. I know. I, That'd be That's awesome. how I described it in, in awesome. my email. I'm going to text Nate right now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Billy, Billy Turner is going to be the starter at right tackle barring injury. Calvin Anderson is versatile too. Yes, which and is Billy good. Turner's versatile. He's, he he started he's at very left, versatile. He started at left tackle in the playoffs this past year when David Bakhtiari was hurt. I'm surprised they're not putting him in at safety. He's that versatile. Well, now let's 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 not go too far. But uh, Billy Turner's versatile. Tom Compton can also play on the interior as well. Right. He is versatile. Um. They're going to there's there there's going to be a familiar name who doesn't make the cut when all is said and done on this offensive line. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I mean, but there's just I mean you start you start adding up here. Well, if you had to guess, I'm not I'm not sure Natani Muti is right for what they want to do. Why? Uh, I I don't know. Does, is he does he have twinkle toes like uh, Ryan Clady? Because that's what you're going to need on this you're, you're offensive line. The, he's more of a power guy. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see also how, like, because Quinn Miners has an adjustment. Now, he's going to still be on the team. Right. But, I mean, there's only, but they'll, they'll probably keep nine offensive linemen. Yeah, you know, they've got, you know, they they, they have, I, I, I don't think Graham Glasgow doesn't make it. They did that restructure with him. I think he'll be in the mix. Lloyd Cushenberry is already working out with uh, Russell Wilson. In, right. in but what do you think? By the way, by the way, if anybody is wondering how that video is getting out so fast, Russell Wilson has his own team videographer, editor, ART guy, this person, that person, that person. He has a team of people around him. It is not an accident that somebody just happened to paint the field. He has somebody probably for that too. Yeah. And the funny thing is... I don't think he ever put had Seahawks painted on there, though. Here's the thing. The Seahawks drafted this guy in the fourth round. 
He built himself up third, to third round. Third round. He built himself up to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I think to see, I don't think I know, because you and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago when they, they brought him in. The Seahawks were tired of Russell Wilson's team. Right? They were tired of it. And I think that George Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, eyes wide open, knew exactly what they were getting. And they said, yeah, we'll take that team. Because the thing is, is that other players on the Seahawks would probably say, why can't I have my ART guy go with me on the trip? Why can't I have my personal massage person? Or in Deshaun Watson's case, why can't we fill a plane with 24 people to go on the road for me to give me a massage? I think they were tired of all that stuff. And other players are probably saying things. Now that he's here and he's the veteran and he's the uh, BMOC, I don't think anyone is going to question Russell Wilson. And that's why I think the Broncos are fine with it. Well, I think also they've they've been on the other side of this. They've been without a quarterback. <laughs> when you have gone through purgatory for years, there are things that you're going to be able to put up with, Right. So you finally get your quarterback and he says, I've got, I've got my crew. I've got, I've that's got what my, it is. I've got it's my a crew. I have got my people, my people here. And after what the Broncos have endured, you're like, fine. You got, you got 20 people. We'll take 20 people. You know, it's funny. You can, you can have them around. You know, it's funny. The I'm question just, is, are they going to pay for their, tra- like t- their travel on the team charter? That I, kind of thing. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure the Broncos will pay for it. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm guessing that was in the contract, although I can't tell you definitively. I'm going to try and tie two things together and use the key word, competition. We get li- we got lied to for almost six straight years. Not full six straight years, but we got lied to quite a bit. About what? This quarterback competition is a good thing. We're going to see who the best guy is. And now at offensive tackle, specifically right tackle, we are going to see a competition. Billy Turner, Calvin Anderson, Tom Compton. I'm with you. I believe that Billy Turner is going to be the guy, but is going to be set up as competition. And don't lie to me and tell me competition is a good thing because it is not. Competition is not good. Competition is bad. Competition is good in some areas, but not in professional sports because if you have competition on your own team, that tells me you don't have the guy. And I think the Broncos were so sick of competition at the quarterback position, they decided we will take Russell Wilson's crew along with his videographer, ART guy, and whoever does what else for. Although the years that they didn't have competition, it didn't really go all that well either. Case Keenum didn't have competition. True. Joe Flacco wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Not all six years. Case Keenum, Joe Joe Flacco in 2019, and then Drew Locke in 2020 all were not in competition. So three of the six. Three of the six. That's why I said not all six years. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, it wasn't a function of having competition or not having competition. It was that none of them were good enough. Well, that's what happens when you have competition at the end of the day. The end of the day, let's be honest here. Would you rather have a three-man competition between Billy Turner, Calvin Anderson, or Tom Compton, all due respect to all three, or would you rather have Lael Collins and no competition? Because you know he's your guy. But he's more expensive. And I know, I-, I understand that. But I'm saying that's what happens. Oh, competition's good. We're going to see who the best man is. Oh, this is my favorite. Ready? I'm not sure this Turner competition is going to be much of a competition. I don't think so either. I think it's going to be over quick. You know what my favorite line is? It's, what? it's the greatest. Iron sharpens iron. 
That's one of the greatest competition cliches, period. Iron sharpens iron. No, that just means you don't have your guy. That's what that means. Well, that was one of the... That was uh, the, one of the Broncos' slogans back in 2015 when they won the Super Bowl. Iron, but it is iron been, sharpens iron. Yeah, but it has been used in the context of competition. Yes, another favorite cliche. You you covered the Broncos for a long time. Yeah. Okay. Let's come up just really quickly with our favorite. Um, we'll, we'll go back and forth. I'll start. Favorite cliches. Next man up. What do you got? You play to win the game. Well, no, that's a that's a that's didn't come okay, from I'll, the Broncos. That came from another. Coach. Oh, we're talking about Broncos cliches. I thought Broncos you were talking, cliches. I thought you were talking about sports cliches. Broncos cliches. We had so, a great we had a great week of practice. Good one. He's tall. Hmm. <laughs> iron sharpens iron. iron, iron he's, any, a, he's a tall man with a big arm. Anytime <laughs> in the National Football League. <laughs> now. Nobody crowned, nobody coined the phrase any given Sunday. But there had to have been a few more. Um, John Fox had a bunch of them. He did. And he was the next man up guy. Like he, he, he was next man up. He would say, and he'd, have, he'd sometimes say in different ways. Like he, he would say, if there were a lot of injuries, he'd say, nobody's coming to save us. Oh, I got, I'm going to go old school. But that's not really cliche. I think that's just actually a good phrase. I'm going to go old school on you. This okay. is, this is pre. I'm going back to the Shanahan days. Yeah. Ready? You can't make the club in the tub. I didn't hear that from Mike. I, I heard that from players. That was the that Shanahan was, era. Right. Rod, right. Rod Smith used to say that a lot. Can't make the club in the tub. I remember I remember Rod saying that. But that's that the Shanahan. That, right. That's the Shanahan mm-hmm. era. Yeah. Um, John Fox once said when he was in Carolina, it's not the size of the wand. It's how much magic's in it. Wow. He was talking about Steve Smith. But yeah, he kind of made a, <laughs> made a little uh, double entendre there, I think. Right. Yeah. Is that is that right up there with a Confucius say man who go to bed with itchy butt wake up with smelly finger? Oh my god. Okay, coming up after the break, Rocky Mountain Forest Products uh gambling challenge. I once got that in a fortune. Yeah. No, I did. The Confucius thing, really? I did. And I thought it was hilarious. Maybe it's because I'm immature and I'm a big child. That's okay. We all are to some degree. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge with our friends Ty Calcade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. We do this every Friday. Two top seeds got knocked out yesterday, Arizona and Gonzaga. Okay? There are three favorites now to win the title. Are you taking those three teams as a combination or are you taking the field? Look at all the upsets we've had. We'll talk about that next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. 
a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Friday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge with our friends Ty, Cal, and Cade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. Here we go. Top seeds Arizona, Gonzaga, both bounced last night, leaving Houston, Duke, and Kansas as the top three favorites to win the national championship. If you had a choice, you can have those three as a bundle or the rest of the field. And I know you're a North Carolina fan, so please think with your head more than your heart. Would you take the bundle of Houston, Duke, and Kansas or the field? The bundle. Duke last night, or on Thursday night. Are you going to say something complimentary about Duke? They didn't miss a shot from the field for the last eight minutes and eight minutes and 19 seconds of the game. Yeah, but that's one game. And they closed strong against Michigan State, too. What, yeah. they're, what they're showing is another sports cliche that great teams aren't always great, but they're great when they have to be. Duke has been terrific when it has had to be in this tournament so far. And then, probably one of the two teams I like best behind Duke, one of them is Houston. Yeah. Which will get Villanova in San Antonio. Basically, going to be a quasi-home game for the Cougars. They were in the Final Four last year. Probably the best defensive team left in the field. Battle-tested, tough physical, the kind of team that causes a lot of problems in March, as Arizona found out on Thursday night. I'll Give me those three teams. I'll take the field, because I don't think there's a favorite. We just saw two top seeds, the top team in the country, get bounced. I'll go with the field. I will absolutely take the field. Oh, Houston's not a top seed. Houston's a five. No, I'm talking yeah. about I know. Well, I'm referring to... You're going by the favorite. like the I'm odds. going by what FanDuel has. Okay. They're the top three favorites. I'm taking the field. You're taking those teams. Uh-huh. Guys, what do you have? Now, now that Duke is advanced mm-hmm. and Carolina has a chance to advance tonight, I, I know you know this. I don't know if our listeners know this. For as storied of the programs that are Duke and North Carolina. They have never faced each other in the NCAA tournament, Mm -hmm. ever, which is really hard to believe. But then again, maybe it isn't because both going really well at the same time, you know, over the course of like 20, 30 years, they they always seem to be in opposite brackets. That's the thing. They generally don't put the two of them in the same same quarter of the bracket. A lot has to happen. So with that, you are a big sports fan. You love your Atlanta Braves. Love the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. You got Man City. If for some reason Duke and North Carolina play each other in the final four, not the championship game. It's a long way to go before that happens. The final four. Will that be the most highly anticipated game of your life? 
and I am including Game 7 with the Braves. I am including a Game 7 with the Tampa Bay Lightning and your Buccaneers. Would this be the most highly anticipated game of your lifetime? As a fan? No. Of course as a fan. Yes. Yeah, it would. Would you even be able to watch the game? I don't know. I, See Mace I, I, pacing on I-25 during the game with, well, with if his it, AirPods in. If it ha- Here's the thing. Going it, against traffic. If it somehow happens this year, I would be in Florida. And that might make it worse. So it's not I-25. No, I'd be. I'll just pick another road. I'd be in this. I, I'd be there with my mom, oh. who is as diehard as I am. Maybe even a little well, more. Well, who's so. more manic? She's more manic. Remember, she's probably listening or watching the show. I, I'm not. I'm not going to answer that question. We I think, as a fan, as a fan, not I as think, a person, I as think, a fan. I think both of us have our peccadillos. They're a little different. Um, would you want to watch the game with her? Oh, yeah, I would. Ooh, I touch, I touch yeah, I nerve would. There. No, I, no, you didn't touch your nerve. I just said I would. You paused. No, I, I no, I was pausing because I was thinking about how nice that would be, but you don't want to think ahead because UCLA is a hell of a tough game that. for Carolina tonight. Who's, who is more apt? UCLA might win it all. Who is more apt to throw things at the television, you or your mom? Me. Who's more apt to yell at the television screen? Mm, it's probably equal. Who Who would be getting up from their seat more during the game, you or her? Actually, I'd say her. She'd be the one pacing, wearing out the shag she'd carpeting. Be the, she'd be the one getting up and asking me what was happening. So what are More you... More likely to... What, 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 then what are you going to do? Because that's your thing. She can't take I'll that away able, from you. I'll be able to hear it. Your mother is stealing your jam. Oh, come on. Where you like to walk away, now you have to be the oh, one giving on. her the play-by-play. That's bull. That's bull. That's bull. Come on. There's no stealing going on. So you're, you, you're, you're trying you're trying to put a wedge between me and my mom, and I'm not going to let you do that. Listen, seven years of therapy, I'm sure, is already taking care of that between the two of you. Oh, stop it. But no. with that, how difficult would it be to watch that game for you? And, w- I mean, would you be able to sleep the night before? Oh, yeah. Sure? Oh, yeah. That's what melatonin's for? Exactly. There's, <laughs> a, there, there's a pill for that. What would... <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> what would be the game day feast? Would you have a special meal for that no no um i mean we'd be at my parents house and they live in a town that has a lot of great greek restaurants called tarpon springs yeah probably go get some greek food mid mid afternoon or something Again, I don't even want to. I feel like I'm jinxing it. Thinking All right, we're going to stop so talking no. about it. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance? UCLA might beat them by 40 tonight. Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Well, you guys did jinx the Avalanche on Wednesday as you both picked them to win big over Vancouver. Oh, yeah, it's our fault. Um, I'll give you a chance to redeem yourselves today as they uh, have a game tonight. We're going to ask the you. Flyers. We're going to ask you. So you can put your name on the line. I'll now. gladly put my name on it. Um, okay. But we'll talk about that game between the Avs and the Flyers, 7 o'clock p.m. tonight at Ball Arena, next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports.
gotta bounce back. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, it's the weekend. It's going to be beautiful outside, and I got a place you should go, especially if you want to watch a little NCAA tournament action. You want to watch the NBA, NHL. You need to go to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. I've been telling you for a long time, they have everything under one roof. Every seat is a great seat. They have all the packages for all of the teams. They also have a pool hall, 15 tables, and they have a live music every weekend. No cover with that. I want to bring in my good friend, Chad, who's the owner of Greenfields. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Good. Who's the band tonight and tomorrow? We have a band called Blinker Fluid playing tonight. They're a local band out of Parker. They do a lot of 70s, 80s rock. And tomorrow we have a band called Midnight Vinyl, and they're another local band here in Denver, and they'll do a little more contemporary 90s, 2000s, 2010s type music. They'll maybe throw some 80s in there, but they're a little more modern than the group that we have playing tonight. All right, so it's going to be gorgeous this weekend. We're moving into spring and summer. Tell us about your patio and how people can enjoy that when they don't want to sit inside. Well, we've got three TVs outside. We've got a nice patio. It's got about 10 tables on it. It's partially covered, but partially some of it's in the sun. And we're actually working on doing a big remodel project for the bar and remodeling that patio. So hopefully by late spring, early summer, that'll be done. And we'll have uh, outdoor fire pits, some enclosures areas, the more TVs, a little more protection from the weather that, uh, so we can use it year-round. So, yes, but the patio is open and people are out there right now enjoying the nice, beautiful day we're having. I mention this all the time when I talk about you. Your, incre- your happy hour is absolutely incredible tell everybody what it is and how in the world do you not lose money on it (laughs) so we do two for one and all of our house wines all of our draft beers and all of our well liquors so we get good deals on buying stuff in bulk and we can pass that on to the customer and keep it at a decent price we're obviously going to make profit as well but uh, we can pass that savings on to the customer and attract people in here between three and seven o'clock every day for that great two for one happy hour. Very rarely Mace, uh, does someone like Chad come on the show and he actually has questions for us, (laughs) but he sent me an email today. He wanted to know Mace, does Freddie Freeman joining the Dodgers make you a Dodgers fan now? No, absolutely not. Absolutely. I'm just making sure. I just had to check. Oh. <laughs> I just had to check. I wish the best for him personally, and I hope his team loses 100 games. <laughs> I hope his team loses 100 games, too, personally, as well. Exactly. But, but they're not going to lose 100 games. It's far more likely that they win yes. 100 games. But They are still, uh, they are still stacked in the NL West. I yeah. will ask you a sports question. How fortunate are your 49ers to be in the NFC? I've, everyone seems to be bolting for the AFC. It's going to be a much easier route to get to the Super Bowl for sure. And I'm really glad that we don't have to face Russell Wilson twice a year, although the Niners play the Broncos this year, so we'll still have to play him. But we don't have to see him. He's our kryptonite. We always lose to that guy. They won six games last year. Two of them were against the Niners. So do you think they should just go ahead and bring Garoppolo back for one more run, or are you comfortable with handing the baton to Trey Lance? And does this depressed NFC maybe make it a perfect environment to give Lance a shot because they could probably still be a playoff team with a developing quarterback. I agree with what you just said. I think that they're going to go with Trey Lance. 
they gave up too much draft capital to sit that guy. They got to play him. And in the weak NFC now, I mean, it is. It's a growing opportunity for a young quarterback to get the experience and probably still make the playoffs and be better as the season goes. So I agree with that. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know where Jimmy's going, though. They're running out of teams to send a quarterback to. Okay, so you had a question for Mace. You had a question for me as well. How many strokes am I giving you on the golf course tomorrow at 9 o'clock? I will answer it this way with a question to you. The okay. answer is zero because I've golfed with you. But but I will give you two holes, okay? And what I mean okay. by that is we're playing 18. There are four par threes. That doesn't count. There are 14 other holes. And I'll outdrive you on nine of the 14. Okay. I'll, I'll take that bet. Okay. I will take that bet, and I, I think you have a fighting chance at that because you know I got a little power fade there. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> the the, the problem you you may hit at three hundred, but the problem is that fade takes away about I don't know sixty yards of your 100%. overall length. Oh, you're right. But if my wife wants one, I might get one. I might drive it past you. There we go. So. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow on the golf course at nine, my friend. All right, I'll see you in the morning, guys. Have a good show. All right, late time now Bye. for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the Colorado Avalanche have a chance to bounce back tonight after their loss to the Vancouver Canucks as they face the Flyers at home 7 o'clock p.m. at Ball Arena. Colorado beat Philly 7-5 in early December. This will be their final meeting of the season. The Flyers are in the middle of a pretty tough road trip. They have been on the road in Detroit last night in St. Louis. They got a win. Then they have Colorado, Nashville, and Minnesota. So five games in a row on the road. This one in the middle here in the mile high. What do you expect to see? Do you think that the Avs sweep the Flyers in the two-game season series? It is Pavel Fransos in net. Personally, I believe that he will shut out the Flyers and the Avs win 4-0. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I am not falling into the trap door you're about to open below my feet as you criticized Mason and I uh, for making a wrong pick last night and jinxing the avalanche. What do you think, Danny? What do you mean? I just made my prediction. What was it? I said Pavel Fransos will get the shutout. The avalanche will win 4-0. to zero. So they're going to shut him out? Yep. Okay. Make make sure you save this. Oh, I'll I'll make sure to note on Monday. No, no, you're gonna play this. Okay. Sure. I want you to cut it sure, up and play, play this so you can stop criticizing us for all of our bad picks. I think this is the first time I've only I've actually <laughs> called you guys out on it. Usually Mace brings it up because he's he tries to do the opposite. Sometimes. I'm I'm terrible at picking. I you mean do, you do it off the air a lot, and it hurts my feelings. A lot. Get thicker skin, actually. I guess. Well, maybe I don't want to have thicker skin. Maybe you should just not be so nasty to me all the time. I'm sorry you think I'm oh, nasty. Oh, my gosh. Mace, any thoughts on the Avalanche game tonight? <laughs> They'll win, but it won't be a shutout. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. You said that you know, they were playing in St. Louis last night. And, look, it's not the same as in the NBA, but uh, back-to-backs, uh, two different cities. 
does take a toll on guys, especially coming here to Elevation. Eric, do you want to comment on anything with the avalanche? No, no, because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to fall into that trap. I'm that shocked you're about to push me into. I'm shocked I'm that Lekkonen is still tied show. up in immigration and well, not literally tied up in immigration, but <laughs> the immigration process is still ongoing and he can practice with the team, but he can not yet play. I think that's a little strange. If he weren't literally tied up in immigration, I think that'd be fascinating to see. It would be a problem, probably. Yeah. Yes. What else you got, Danny? Anything other than a prediction you want to ask us? Because I'll answer anything other than that. Uh, yeah, I've got another one. What do you got? Saturday, the Nuggets will play the Thunder oh, at 7 o'clock Who's p.m. at Ball Arena. Who's going to win? Uh, I don't really care who you think is going to win. Oh, um, thanks. <laughs> but you. Denver has lost to OKC two of their three games so right. far by 12 right. and 14 points. Yeah. Do the Thunder have the Nuggets number this season, or have they just played them at the right time when they're up and Denver's down? They have, they have played down to the level of their competition, and that's the problem. They have no business losing to Oklahoma City. None. And if they do, and they wind up being on the outside looking in of one of the top six seeds, they only have themselves to blame. By the way, Michael Malone, you have a new contract, and I get it. You have forgotten more about basketball than I know, but please start Bones Highland over Will Barton and give him more playing time. I think it's pretty clear at this point. If it was it clear, clear, if it was it clear, should be clear. Well, if, it, if he doesn't start, then it's not clear. Well, then it's not clear to him. I think it's clear to anybody else. All right. The problem is it's not clear to the person making the decision that can be an issue. That's going to do it for us for this segment, Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Their sales staff is really what makes Mountain High Appliance special. They have been there for decades. When you make a purchase like this, it's a big investment, and you're going to have a lot of questions, and you need to get the right answers. You go into a big box store. Somebody who is selling you a refrigerator might be selling you a CD rack or might be selling you a phone protector. That's not the type of customer service you deserve. You're going to get that from Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, there are three first-year head coaches, meaning first-time head coaches. Well, not really. Brian Dayball is, too. I'm talking about the AFC only. Mm -hmm. Nathaniel Hackett, Josh McDaniels, Mike McDaniel. All of those teams have a chance to make the playoffs. With that, they're all offensive minds. Which coach is going to do the best job of maximizing his offensive talent? We'll talk about that next. Still even in starstruck, humble through opportunities, given despite the fact that many misjudge him because he makes a living from writing raps. Put it together himself, got a picture connects. Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect. He's only focused on what he wrote. His will is beyond reach, and 